0: And welcome to our new series of podcasts where myself, Mark Dorman and Aidan Sloan from the Employer Engagement Team in Belfast Met will explore all exciting new opportunities with apprenticeships in Northern Ireland. So let's get straight to it and let's talk all things apprenticeships. Music. Welcome to our next uh, podcast of Let's Talk All Things Apprenticeships and in the midst of coming into uh, National Apprenticeship Week we have uh, entitled this podcast Let's Talk All Things Apprenticeships Talk to an Employer and I'm delighted to be joined here today by Karen um, McCallion and James Lappin from the Human Resource Team in Alan Overy. So look just really um, delighted to have you all here today but in context of those people that haven't um, met you before, perhaps just briefly um, get a quick introduction for anybody listening. Um, my name is Mark Dorman, I'm the Employer Engagement Manager, and I work along with um, Aidan Sloan in the Centre for Skills and Apprenticeships in Belfast Met. Um, so, Aidan, just briefly.
1: Yeah, morning, Mark. Uh, delighted that uh, Kieran and James are joining us today for the next in our, our series of Let's Talk. All Things Apprenticeships podcast, Aidan Sloan here, Head of Skills and Apprenticeships Employer Engagement at Belfast Med and uh, delighted to have the team of Alan and Overy join us this morning. So maybe hand across to Kieran first of all, for introductions
2: and then to James. Yep. Morning. Thanks, guys. So um, my name's Ciaran McCallie and I'm the Head of Human Resources with Alan and Overy in Belfast.
3: Hi, everyone. My name is James Lavin, HR Specialist, uh, sitting in Ciaran's team in Belfast.
0: So... Real, really um, delighted to have um, James and Kieran with us today because when we look at um, how we've engaged with employers um, around development apprenticeships, we, we really consider um, Alan Overy to be a, a benchmark of excellence of what we've done and how we've collaborated and worked together. And what we would like to sort of aim at this morning is just dip into that journey and you know hear from, from the horse's mouth direct, I suppose, about, you know, the benefits, the challenges um, and why Alan and Overy have decided to go on the journey they have with the apprenticeships pathway we have taken. So, you know, for, for me, I can reflect right back to the, the start of the journey, James, and where Emma Morrison, colleague, had reached out to yourself and Chris all for a Careers Fair. So, so suppose for people that, that don't know that journey, tell us a wee bit about how that started and how, how your relationship kicked off with Belfast Med.
3: Sure. So, that goes back to, so even take it even a step further back. So, obviously, historically, we've been uh, working with Belfast Med since 2013. Uh, so, it would have been from 2013 until 2017, we would have been um, offering IT apprenticeships within our ICT. Um, but then in 2017, that's when we decided to expand our offering and that's when we sort of reached out to ourselves in Belfast met um where we went to the apprenticeship fair with probably the biggest uh the biggest stand ever um where we started to engage that that was a key moment for ourselves that's where we engage with not only students but also parents as well sort of demystifying debunking that myth of you know uh, there are alternative pathways to education and employment and you know we felt that that was the start of a really uh What's the word here? I'm uh, sorry, can not think of it. You know, of a key partnership with yourselves. So, you know, Mark, Mark Emma, uh, Ian yourself, you're like an extension to the team at the moment. So, you know, in terms of the challenges that we we, we initially encountered was obviously, you know, we, we encroached in that really innovative and creative space with yourselves. And when we, when we looked at the market for in terms of apprenticeships, you know, uh, we were looking for a marketing apprenticeship. We were looking for finance apprenticeship not just not just an accounting apprenticeship but you know for a, sort of like a, a finance operations apprenticeship and you know the challenge with yourself when, when we started to engage more with yourselves you know we, we we scratched the surface in terms of you know uh what what curriculum we could offer sort of driving that curriculum with yourselves then that's when we engage with our key stakeholders in ano so we brought you know we met with yourselves and the key stakeholders are heads of the relevant departments to drive that curriculum uh, and drive that innovative uh, apprenticeships. Really, um, so that was back in 2017. So now fast forward to 2020, 21, where we now have 22 apprenticeships in Northern Um 13 of those are, you know, at level three. So you know, that's you know, that's that's a fant- fantastic story to say. So yeah, and um, and it's it's you know it's
0: been. Such a great journey to be involved in. And I know recently we've reached out and um, you know met some of the, the first cohort of, of apprentices there. And and for for us as a college in the truest ethos of what apprenticeships are all about, seeing how those individuals have developed and grown and really become, you know, an integral part of the team at, at Allen and Overy. And, so, and suppose to, to, to gear on even, you know, to take it take it back a bit further, you know, um Suppose our initial cup of coffee and chat um the, the same post posters in, maybe you could just reflect on, on the journey from, from your own perspective in, in Allen and Overy and, and how you've really embraced apprenticeships because really with Allen and Overy, that's that's the key thing. When we look at an employer collaboration with, with us as a college, it really is the benchmark um about how things should be done. And we when we look at you know an employer partner. Of, of choice, Alan Overy would epitomise, you know, everything that, that we would seek uh, to sort of exemplify to the wider, you know, Belfast business community about why to do apprenticeships. So Karen, from your own perspective?
2: Yeah, and without kind of covering all the grounds that, that James, James has covered about, you know, about, about the history to this, I think if you do go back to 2013, when we looked at our ICT apprenticeship programme, um, that was at a point when we were where we were still growing as an organization um, in Belfast and um, one of the key things that we identified early on was that we need to build pipelines of uh, candidates for roles within our uh, IT function rather than continuously going out and hiring experienced people why can't we essentially grow our own um, and, and, and and educate and inform them um, and, and and build them build have them build their careers with us from from the very start. There was also, I think we identified, and it has been borne out, um, that, that hiring apprentices um, uh, at that level, at that time in their careers, um, you you have people who are aligned to your values and who, um, for that reason as well, will, will want to stay with you as an organisation. So it kind of deals with the um, employee turnover issue, which so many organisations face in a very competitive employment marketplace. Um, so that, that was another driver. Um, and I think, it's a, it's also just you know it's a complete no-brainer from the point of view of, a, of an employer like us in that we we are in we're in Belfast um, to you know since 2011 we have uh, people have grown up with us um, and people have a lot of experience that they've gained with us and they want to give something back to to the community and to to the schools and and to the uh, the educational establishments that they've been to so having an apprenticeship program really helps you know put, put the icing on the cake for that um that um we're, we're, we're going back we're, we're seeing candidates from second level education and from further education who we might normally see uh, because you know there, there's a perception out there that everybody has to be a graduate and everybody has to you know have that have that degree or that two one um uh, there's a time and a place for that and we do value that but um we place huge um emphasis and value on somebody who's learning by experiencing um uh, with us and the with the additional benefit of course as they learn they're earning as well um so um so yeah the, 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 the I could talk all day about the business benefits that that we've seen from it um I think uh the other thing that is really you know the the light that has been switched on in our minds is um that this is not a difficult process. Um, through working with yourselves, you help to demystify what apprenticeships are, how to go about setting them up, um, and, um, and and how to get the most from from them. And I think, it, as with all things in life, it's what you put into it is what you get out. So James and the team really have worked tirelessly to to uh, to, to sculpt the programs with you. Um, and you know, as as we know, we're reaping the benefits of
0: that now with the numbers of apprentices that we have. Okay. Thank you. Aidan, do you want to jump
1: in with any anything there? Yeah, well, thanks, Mark. I think just to pick up on a couple of things that, that Kieran and James have both touched on, which are really important, is that you know, from a partnership point of view, the college is is fully committed to being a partner of choice, and I think we've seen that in practice, certainly with Alan Overy, as as both Kieran and James have spoken about there. Over you know, going back to eight, nine, ten years now, a very well established partnership and, and embedding apprenticeships within that, but. What I we like to say, Mark, is that Alan and Overy, you know, certainly live the ethos, spirit and the values of apprenticeships and, and actually what we see in, on a day and daily basis with Alan and Overy is that apprenticeship policy in Northern Ireland here is being lived in, in practice in terms of creating those opportunities f- for people within the professional services uh, industry and certainly... Alan and Overy are championing that culture and that model. Um, and we would certainly hold our partnership with Alan and Overy and the commitment uh, from from the guys there just in terms of of that as a, as a model of excellence. And a couple of things that Kieran touched on, which are really important. Apprenticeships are, are embedded now with Alan and Overy across a number of areas, you know, the breadth and depth of, of professional services areas, but it's being used now and embedded as, as talent attraction, talent, development and also talent attention which are core components of, of the apprenticeship methodology and how we've been able to roll that out and work together and I think what has certainly come across from, from James and Kieran and Mark you will know this working very closely with, with the team at Alden and Overy, is that the partnership model uh, is really well embedded and and we live that in practice you know, at Belfast Met and at and that has has really delivered the, the success across that, and has really allowed us to to grow in partnership with Alnagareen in terms of the level of curriculum we have you know, level two and level three, progressing into higher level apprenticeships as well. And we've built a real culture of genuine openness and innovation, which has allowed us to then look at, uh, you know, new innovation and new technologies, et cetera, particularly over the course of what has been a, a challenging year through the period of the pandemic. Um, and, and I think, you know, we're on the cusp also at a regional level in terms of the you non-iron know, apprenticeship awards. And I think the fact that we have been shortlisted as finalists Uh, within the apprenticeship award uh, in partnership with Alan Overy under the large uh, employer partnership is testament to that in terms of the good work that Alan Overy have done our partnership work across the college uh, within that space and it's been a pleasure to work with the guys I think what what I would like to maybe ask Kieran and James is that you know we've talked about the last sort of eight nine ten years together and, and then there's there's obviously the future here and in terms of where the department of the economy have announced recently in terms of the new economic recovery action plan which we're delighted to see skills and apprenticeships a central component of that and a further extension of uh, financial incentives for both new apprentices and also then to uh, retain and return apprentices but overall what we're seeing is a very strong ministerial commitment from minister dodds in terms of of apprenticeships central to that economic recovery plan so just to get a feel for maybe alan Overy's future plans uh kieran you touched on that just in terms of the breadth and depth of apprenticeships now as, as alternative pathways what's the future hold for alan and Overy and on a broader context how do you think that other employers who are tuned into today's podcast can really avail of and capitalize on the opportunity within apprenticeships
2: yeah, maybe just to give paint a picture of what we've got in Belfast at the moment. So we, we our entire workforce in Belfast is um, we've got over 600 people who work for us. Um, so uh, it's a reasonably large um, organisation, um, uh, certainly in the professional services and legal sector. Um, we have got um, uh, just just around five percent of our work, of that workforce comprises apprentices. Um, so that's that's a, that is a um, I think a substantial chunk of the ch- chunk of our talent is made up of of people who are on who are on apprenticeship programs. Um, I've often worried: did we have this? Do we have the scale? Um, you know, we're we're not employing in the thousands. We're not in manufacturing. We're not in the traditional industries that would have hired apprentices in the past. And I've often worried: could we really make proper inroads into in, into this? Um, and into having a meaningful programme. And actually, we do now. Um, and I think we've demonstrated that it is possible to do this um, and, and, and look at uh, apprenticeships, apprenticeships across business subjects um, and and uh, and, make, and and make have them make a meaningful contribution. Those apprentices make a meaningful contribution to our work and to our workplace and to the diversity of our workplace, which is really important for us. And then also, um, there's the other benefit is that we've got people who are, as I've said before, who are engaged, um, subscribe to our values and work really well with us. So um I think the so th- the future for us is um is very exciting in this space. Um we will definitely continue apprenticeship programs. Um we've got a, uh, a you know we, we we retain over 80% of our apprentices, they go on to take on substantive roles. So we're constantly replenishing. apprentice population within ano this isn't just we've got x amount of apprentices right now when they've finished that's it this is a program this is something which we want to sustain and want to keep building Um, so i certainly see that i think we need to look at um uh, a very exciting um thing on the horizon is the prospect of higher level apprentices and 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 developing more of those um uh, i think that's that's definitely a, a an area that we want to explore um so um you know we're really committed to it. we really buy into it as an organization we've got uh, it has come to the attention at headquarters level if you want to call it that our apprenticeship program is uh is is has had an impact there um and to the extent that James is advising um some uh, some 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 the senior leadership in London on how to set up legal apprentices in uh, in that space so yeah, it's 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 the future for us um, having such programs.
1: And James can talk a lot more eloquently about about his work in that space. No, that, that's great to hear, Karen. And I think Mark and I were very fortunate to have the opportunity to speak with some of your team in terms of those that are that are on the apprenticeship journey. And I have to say, Mark and I came away f- fully inspired in terms of of their journey and how they're being able to articulate that and really promote that as a career pathway. Because, you know. In essence and in practice, Ciaran, your, your teams of apprentices were, were, were explaining to Mark and I and really sort of celebrating their success of how they've been able to forge a career with Alan and Overy mm-hmm. through the apprenticeship pathway and it was it was hugely rewarding to hear that. So, James, from your point of view, I suppose at a, you know, HR practitioner level and how you've been able to support that, can you maybe talk us through a little bit about how you've been able to work with a college and, and how we've been able to make this a success and also how we've been able to grow in partnership across the breadth and depth of the areas?
3: That's a loaded question, Eden. <laughs> Um <laughs> So it, it, it all it all backs, it boils down to the partnership that we do have with yourself and, and Mark and Emma um, and having that, you know, those honest discussions where we can, you know, be innovative and creative. Um, if even I talk about the one recently our team, which is the HR apprenticeship. Um, which, you know, currently looking at the market at the moment doesn't necessarily exist, but it's, it's engaging with your team, looking at the curriculum, looking at what the, the scheme of work is, really, you know, deep diving into that and saying, well, what's relevant, you know, what really could benefit not just ourselves and the, the wider team, but also the apprentices as well. So it's, you know, it's, it's it's really deep diving into that. Even if I look at the, the other one, which, which we have just created with yourself, which is business projects, again, a very, very new apprenticeship. Uh, again, you know, it's but what is relevant? You know, what is relevant to the team? You know, what could they what could they benefit from? What could the apprentice benefit from as well? So it's, again, driving that curriculum, driving that uh, curriculum for the next two years, and also building that building in that degree of stretch for for the apprentice as well. So you know, obviously being aware it's a two-year program. So um, you know, if anything that I take away from our meetings with Belfast Med is, you know. Innovation, creativeness, uh, and we continue to work in that in in that sphere, uh, and hopefully we will do with the with the challenge fund apprenticeship as well. So,
1: no, that, that that's great, Mark. Over to you.
0: Yeah, I think I think even when you, you know, for, from from my perspective and the employer engagement role, when I hear James talking about schemes of work and, and curriculum, that's terminology that you know wouldn't have been brought in into play because you know historically. With apprentices, it it was a product, this is what we offer, and this is what delivered. And I think the real meaningful thing that we've taken away from the relationship with ANO is that open dialogue. And, you know, James has used the sort of, um, you know, Belfast Met as an extension of the team, and it's like, you know, an an open line. And really, that's the the key to success with these. It's opening that dialogue at early stage. It's doing that deep dive into the job roles, as James has sort of expressed, and really matching the, the needs of the learner and importantly to the needs of the employer to the apprenticeship and not the other way around yeah. and I think that's where the success and this has really come because we've been led by the employer we've been led mm-hmm. by the apprentice in terms of their role and what they want to get out of it and I think when you actually see the journey that those um, young people are going on and yeah. um, it's, it's, it's fantastic and you know, I thank uh, uh, Gabrielle and Hannah for their participation because I really came away from that inspired. Because you know, when you're having uh, a day in the trenches and and you're you're fighting a good fight to make everything work, and you actually get to see the uh, fruition. And, and, and I made a comment: I wish people could have seen the 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 facial expressions because you know I I was beaming from ear to ear. Really looking and going, look that this shows you that this works. This is the right approach. How we work with Alan Overy, This is it, you know. Um, and and that's transition through the uh, how those young people are living that experience and embracing it. And and it's it's really important. And I think probably something we haven't touched on that might be benefit of, of other employers. You know, operationally how how have we work that in with you, James, and the delivery model. So if you could maybe give a bit of an insight into, you know, how Neil um, Whiteside, who's the who's the primary trainer assessor, works with those guys and how also internally you've developed your structure through the, you know, the ambassador program that you have for the mentoring. Because I think that's a critical component that, that has really led to the success and how you have allowed us to have access to estate in terms of room. The technology for the learners. So if you could maybe just take us on a bit of a uh, an insight into and, and into the a day in the life of a, an
3: apprentice in terms of the operational nuts and bolts of it would be great. Brilliant. Okay. Sure. So from uh, so from 2017, you know when when we first met with yourselves to drive the drive the curriculum for this program, uh, and then when your trainer, sessions, the likes of Neil Whiteside, when he came on board, so. We now have when we when we were in the office I and mean, then when we do go back to the office, we do have a room set aside uh for one day a week for Belfast Ben to come in and deliver this training with all of our apprentices. Um so you know that happens, you know, twice twice monthly. Um yeah. what was the other what was the other aspect of that question, Mark? Sorry. So so just in terms of you know, how um, from
0: those apprentices, how how are they linked back to their you know, line managers within All and Overy and the, the ambassadors. How, how does that all tie in? And, you know, nail in feeds into that as well. So just tell us a wee bit about that relationship. Okay,
3: sure, sure. Obviously, because our practices now, they're, they're almost a community now. So we have also, for all of our practices in, in ANO, they will have. Apprenticeship mentor and then an apprenticeship champion. So the mentor would be doing the day-to-day work with them, you know, so almost like an experienced uh, person, almost like a peer, but, you know, obviously two or three more years PQE. Uh, so they'd be working with them on a daily, daily basis. And what we as well, we've asked them as well to work with the likes of Neil. So when when they are working on their scheme of work, be it, say if, for example, if they're working on project management so on, on a Friday, then the likes of our marketing apprenticeship mentors or finance mentors can build in um, into, the, into their day-to-day work to work in projects. So whilst they're learning, they can also apply that learning to their day-to-day work. So it's obviously, it's, you know, it's key for them as well. So on a month-by-month basis as well, our apprenticeship champions or more, maybe a, a manager or a senior manager will meet with the Mentors, uh, just to see how things are going. You know, ask any questions. You know, tying into the more strategic uh, directions of the of that practice group as well. So,
2: no, that, it's worth it's worth adding to that though. It's 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 explicitly that the um, the heads of function, the leaders within the functions um, um, in in our office, are completely bought into the apprenticeship model. Yeah. Um, that's essential, and um, if they weren't, we wouldn't want to do it. Cause we wouldn't want to bring somebody in um uh to into a role where they don't feel that they're being nurtured where they've been given meaningful work uh, uh which which is uh which dovetails with what they're what they're learning in a given week or in a given term in in, in the college so we have that full buy-in and they see the value of it so that makes it the, the, all the easier for us um you know to build that other infrastructure around it around the um um, uh, the, the champions, the mentors, uh,
0: and so on. And 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 why I wanted to highlight on that is it's it's a critical element that that, that could get lost in in the the magnitude of 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 the relationship. But mm-hmm. from from my perspective, when you strip it back, see that buy-in internally from the the team that's going to be working and nurturing and mentoring and working mm-hmm. with that individual. Mm-hmm. That that's so important, yeah. and I think that transitions into the levels of participation, enjoyment, yeah. Yeah. and, yeah. and indeed, indeed the quality of work. Yeah. And, and what we talked about from the start from James was making the the training meaningful and, yeah. and tangible. So in terms of, you know, the projects, like one of the units that they gave you the guys would work on is, you know, um, participate in a project. And what has been fantastic from, from Alan Overy across the breadth and depth of, of the team, they're, they're given live projects within the business. So they're getting... It's not. It's not hypothetical. It's it's here. Here's here's a customer account we want you to do, and and it's been fantastic. And and another piece that I wanted to pick up on was the peer-to-peer piece, mm-hmm. and and that came across very strongly again in our last um, podcast with the uh, apprentices from ANO, mm-hmm. and and it was it was wonderful to hear from Gabrielle about how she's formed a real bond with the other uh, two marketing apprentices um, that they were on, and, and outside of their bubble and all and over, they've now um, created a friendship and, and, and so forth. And when you look at in the terms of what we're in the middle of the pandemic and the challenges that people have been having from, from lockdown, I thought that was really uh, important to see how that has came to fruition around the buy-in, the mentorship, the ambassadors, and you're now getting that little social peer-to-peer bubble off, which is just a natural byproduct of all the really good work that you're doing internally,
3: James. Excellent. It's good to hear that actually.
0: Yeah. So um Aiden, is there is there any sort of other things that you would like to sort of bring into this or you know, do we want to sort of round it up and maybe, you know, just ask the guy simply what would you say to an employer, considering <laughs> yeah. taking on that practice? what what would your advice be? You know, yeah,
1: I th- I think it's been a good conversation as always with, with Kieran and James and it's always insightful and and you always come away fully enthused and inspired when when you speak with the team at & Overy. Um yeah, I think maybe to close off, yeah, I would like to hear for those employers that are sort of tuning in to today for those that are either engaged in or apprenticeships or considering apprenticeships, for, for Kieran and James, what would the advice be in terms of, of that for those that are considering apprenticeships? So maybe Kieran, if we start with yourself.
2: Yeah, I'll go back to what I said earlier on. I think it, it, it's a no-brainer. You got it. you know, you have to, if you look at the benefits that you're getting as an employer in terms of working with a, you know, a best-in-class educational provider to help sculpt a programme and sculpt a curriculum which meets the needs of your apprentice, your employee who is learning, um, was doing work for you, you know, I think it's, it's uh, I, I can't see any reason why anybody would, wouldn't consider anybody would, would not consider that. Um, so it's a, um, it's a really, um, it's the right thing to do from a point of view of your business, from the point of view of your so- corporate social responsibility uh, agenda. Um, and it adds a, a level of diversity to your workforce that you might normally get um, through hiring people from different backgrounds, from different schools, um to to come uh, and work with you as apprentices it's just enriched us completely so i think it's something which everybody should should consider the final thing i will say to an employer uh, considering this is uh, whilst the benefits are multiple it is it is it, it takes a lot of commitment and hard work on the part of you the organization to to make this work and that pays off multiple times but it's, you do have to pay attention to this. It's not something that you can just set up and set, sit back from. It requires constant
1: effort. Perfect. Thank you, you Kieran. I think you've touched on something really important, really, that it's not about a transactional piece. It's And you've, you've been consistent through this conversation about it. It's a cultural commitment mm-hmm. and an organizational commitment to apprenticeships. So appreciate that. James, from your point of view then, for, for those listening and considering apprenticeships.
3: So, well, obviously, I couldn't add anything else. What Kieran said is very eloquent. So, what I would do is I flip that. So, if, if any apprentices or potential apprentices are looking in or listening to this podcast, is check out our Facebook page. Obviously, because you know National Apprenticeship Week is coming up. You know, we're going to have a number of apprentice apprentices testimonials, talking about their development, talking about the qualifications that they're going to be getting or have already received. So my advice is check out our Facebook page. Look to see what we're doing. Look to see opportunities, what we're doing. And then obviously there'll be a call of action. So if you are interested, there's an address or you can contact us. So, you know, do reach out.
1: Yeah, perfect. James, Ciarán, thank you. As always, inspirational, insightful, uh, and, and always come away fully enthused every time we speak with yourselves. So, so thank you for your time. I'm maybe hand across
0: to Mark. Yeah, look, and, and, in, and in closing, I just want to really um, wish Alan Overy um, the best of luck um, for a well-deserved nomination for the large uh, apprenticeship employer with the, the, the Northern Ireland Apprenticeships Week. And, you know, when when we look, it, it gives us great pleasure as a college to, to work with you and be involved in that. And, you know, the uh, crowning glory and the cherry on the cake would be next week that they, the recognition... Um, is given for that but you know fr- from from our perspective in Belfast Met you know we really do hold in high esteem and regard what you guys are doing with apprenticeships and how you know you're living it and, and probably the finishing point that I would make is an ethos that that I would share with Kieran, and it's what you put in is what you get out and, and very much so that's right the whole you know apprenticeship journey from the the collaboration with the colleagues to the internal staff that are involved in the management to the apprentice so that that's a critical component so so just on closing it's been great thank you very much for your time today um, gentlemen and you know look forward to maybe talking all thing apprenticeships with you again in the future and um, sharing some some new topics and new stories so that that concludes um this this episode and looking forward to hearing from you all again. So thanks for your time.